are gonna have a guided journey that's about problem solving. This is a technique that I learned from Marlene Hunter, a hypnotherapist, and this is a technique from her book with the other hypnotherapy scripts. And it's, of course, not going to be a hypnotherapy journey, but it's going to be almost like a guided meditation. And I arrange it in a way that we can apply it to this podcast and make a guided meditation journey out of it. So first, we are going to start with nice calmness, relaxation, a more comfortable feeling. And from there, we are going to work on separating problems into their tiniest little pieces. So we really understand, is that really a problem? Or did you just make that a problem in your mind? Because most of the times, anxiety is created by a reason. Sometimes those reasons are not even valuable reasons. They are just things that become even bigger in our minds. In this journey, we can really differentiate the problems with reality and the way that our mind thinks in a distorted way. So get comfortable, find your spots, maybe lay comfortably, sit comfortably, turn off your phone. If you're driving, maybe this is time to turn off this podcast for today because we are going to work on calmness and relaxation. So don't be calm and relaxed while you're driving. Find a spot that you can put things aside for 10 to 20 minutes. So take time for yourself, turn off your phone and get ready slowly. Gently bring your attention to your breathing without judging, without changing, just observing the natural rhythm of your breathing, realizing how long the inhales are or how slow the exhales are or realizing how long the exhales are and now slow the inhales. Or maybe they are almost the same. So now just becoming aware of the breath in and out. Becoming aware of the body, the muscles and the feelings slowly. Without judging, without changing, just observing, allowing natural breaths to go in and out. Paying attention to how the body feels. With each breath in and with each breath out. And now start taking deeper breaths. And imagine that with each breath you fill in the belly. And as you exhale, you exhale from the belly. 
and imagine with each inhale counting to four and with each exhale counting to eight as you relax everything in the body inhaling on a count of four exhaling on a count of eight releasing everything with each exhale just letting go just softening letting your thoughts go letting a feeling go letting a memory go just with each exhale letting something go inhaling as you count to four and exhaling as you count to eight filling the belly in and emptying the belly out with each exhale we're going to talk about problem solving today sometimes if you're going around in circles or something it really helps to have a good gimmick just to break the cycle And this type of calmness and relaxation is a great place to do this kind of problem solving. Because when we are calm, we can think clearly, we can see things clearly, we can see things for what they really are. So it makes sense that this type of relaxation and calmness allows the mind to think simple, to make it easy, to make it effortless. So you don't have to waste energy on the problems, on the thoughts, and overthinking. You can direct all your energy towards this calmness and relaxation as you still take in those deep breaths. And maybe by now, you forgot that you were breathing. But that's okay. Simply bringing your attention back to the breathing. And to make it more interesting, let yourself think of a minor problem in your day-to-day life. Maybe a little thing you wished you could handle better than you do. Nothing earth-shattering. Keep the big ones, important ones, until you have more experience. until you learn how to handle big ones better and comfortably. 
And as we go through this technique, you can apply it to that little situation so you can have a good understanding of it. And it will even help to you in your day-to-day -day life. The first thing you do when you use this technique is to allow the problem to separate out into all its component parts. We often think of a problem as being just one thing, but it never is. It's always many things, many aspects, many perspectives, contributions from all kinds of sources, old things and new things, important things and trivial things. And all of these components come together to create a situation that we think of as being a problem. So the first thing to do is to let them all separate out again. And soon you will find that they can be separated into three main groups. So in your mind's eye, set up three boxes. And the first box is labeled from other people. Into that box, put all the parts of the problem that are brought to you by other people. Of course, it's often a temptation for us to think that the whole problem is brought by other people. But we know that's not true. It is true, however, that usually there are some parts of the problem that are brought to it by other people. And these are the parts that are put into the first box. The second box is labeled as facts. And into that box, you put the things that are simply factual. For example, if there is a deadline to meet, then the date of the deadline would go into the second box. Maybe also the fact that there is a deadline. But there may be something about the person who set the deadline that needs to go into the first box. And there may be something about one's reaction to the deadline that needs to go into the third box which of course is the box that we each have for those parts 
of the problem that we bring to it ourselves. In this case, that you bring it to yourself. So label the third box with your own name. And into that box, put all the parts of the problem that you bring to it. Usually these have to do with our reaction to things. Fear and pain and pride and anger. Past experiences, hopes and needs, expectations, all those things, as well as the things that are special for you in this particular situation, they all go into the third box. Now, when you have all the parts of the problem separated out and they are all in their appropriate boxes, take the first box, the one that's labeled from other people, and throw it far away. You throw it far away as far as you can possibly throw it. Because we cannot change other people. Oh, they may change, of course, but they will change because of their needs and their motivations, not because of our demands, not to meet your specifications. Don't waste your time and energy, therefore, on those parts of the problem that are brought to it by other people. Now, throw that box away. And now also take the second box, the one that's labeled facts and you throw that away too far away even farther than the first one because we can't change facts the situation may change yes but that's different then you have new set of facts and for now, these are the facts in this situation. They cannot be changed. So now, throw the box away. So if you take a look at your little aggravation now, you will find it has a different configuration. For one, it's smaller because you just thrown two big chunks of it away. And for another, 
those parts that are left are the parts that you have some chance of doing something about. And you know yourself. When you have some chance of doing something, that's a very different feeling than being in a situation in which you feel helpless. And so we come to the third box. Here you may wish to separate things out a little further. For example, there may be some parts of the problem that you bring to it that you truly cannot change. For example, age might be such a factor if it were important in a situation or something that's already happened. Some people put these into the facts box, but many put them into the third box because they are so personal. If there are some such parts of the problem that you bring to it, but that you truly cannot change, you couldn't change them no matter how much you wanted to, or even if you wanted to, put those into a separate little box and send them winging after the first two boxes. Because remember, you're going to conserve your time, your energy, and your resources for much more useful purposes than overthinking and on things you cannot change. Secondly, and this is very important, there may be some parts of the problem that you bring to it that for some reason at this time you don't want to change. It doesn't even matter what the reasons are or how other people might label them. Some people do label things. They might label something as selfish or trivial. For example, but these are just labels that belong to other people. That's the sort of thing that you can go into the very, very first box and get thrown away immediately. It matters only that you recognize them. This is the group that get put away in a different place. Somewhere accessible, where you can take them out and reassess them whenever it's appropriate for you. And so, finally, you're left with a very few parts of the problem. Maybe just one or two that you bring to it and that you can and are willing to change. This is where constructive problem solving always begins. Let yourself find, let yourself perceive, 
some such small, small part of the problem. Just some little thing. Some minor modification that you might make. For example, or something that you might begin or maybe begin stopping as you have found it and made your commitment to that first very small change then you've begun the resolution of your problem and one day soon very soon you'll be surprised you'll find yourself thinking of this little situation and you'll say to yourself well that's not a problem at all that's just a situation that I manage very well and so you will and from now on opening your eyes better for thinking of these three boxes in your day-to-day life and separating problems into those three boxes and as you're willing to or if you want to changing the smallest tiniest things one step at a time and so it is And when ready, take a deep cleansing breath in and exhale and let everything go. Bring the attention back to the breathing. Your natural breathing. And now becoming aware of the room and the body, maybe wiggling the toes and the fingertips. And when ready, gently opening the eyes.
Thank you.